if I could teach you one thing about nutrition, what would that be? Kia ora, I'm Janet, a qualified personal trainer, nutrition coach and mum of four boys. You're listening to The Riggs Ramblings, a podcast that is a space and a place for you to be while we explore the non-bullshit approach to nutrition, exercise and all the bits in between. I have a huge passion for movement and ordinary people achieving extraordinary things. So we'll have some adventures and we'll be joined by some epic guests along the way who will share their wild journeys through this thing we call life. Let's crank on into it. Kia ora, Janet here, and you're listening to episode 28 of the Riggs Ramblings podcast. Today we're going to be talking about body image versus health. Now, these two things do not run side by side simultaneously. They do not really always mean the same thing. So body image and health are both behaviours, whereas health is also actually our own physical uh, well-being, I mean, clearly. So when we think about our body image, um, and let's think about it in a negative way for a little bit of context, it kind of really does increase the risk of us including unhealthy lifestyle behaviours in our life, such as restriction, dieting, over-exercising, or disordered eating, most you know, most common weight um, controlling sort of behaviours. And uh, dieting, you know, it has its strong risks associated with that, you know, disordered eating, eating behaviours and those um, sorts of things. So research along the way has sort of found that a higher body dissatisfaction, um, so to speak, is associated with poor quality of life, uh, psychological distress, and yeah, as I spoke of earlier, the risk of unhealthy eating behaviours. Um, so, you know, what can body image lead to? So a poor body image can lead to low self-esteem. Um, we can become obsessive about our uh, body, our appearance, our nutrition, and we can put too much emphasis on our weight, shape and size. So I talk a lot about taking up less space as opposed to talking about the weight on the scale when it comes to people wanting to lose weight. Now, I'm always honest and have a strong desire to be transparent here. Um, When people, regular clients, new clients, they seek me out for weight loss, there's nothing wrong with that um, at all. That is kind of what my niche or target market has become. Um, clearly, and I've always sort of um, displayed my dissatisfaction about that because I just want people to be happy. I want people to live life to the fullest. I don't want people to be held back by the number on their scales and I don't want weight loss to be somebody's every day. But by diminishing or saying it in certain contexts in certain ways, which we spoke about a little bit in a podcast with Annie, it... um, you know, me saying that people's waist is the least interesting thing about them, can also have the opposite effect of what I'm trying to reach. So I talk about weight clearly because that's what people are after, that's what they're seeking, um, and I'm okay with that. I've learned to live with that. So body image is multi-dimensional. 
Um, it includes perception of oneself. It, re- it regards our self-appearance, our self-esteem, our thoughts and our processes um, and feelings around all of this. It is influenced by things such as our peers, our family, our social environment, our, the media, our social media, um, and all those things that are around us. And these things will be targeted to you more than you ever realise, especially media and social media. The subliminal messaging behind marketing is ginormous. It is a billion dollar empire to make you feel like shit so you buy their products Uh, if I could change one thing about social media it would be that Uh, it would be getting rid of the kooks the gooks those uh, monstrosities that have PhDs that are selling you crap because they have sold their soul to the marketing gurus Um, you know if I could get rid of those I would. Uh, Why would I want to get rid of those? Because they are the ones that are making you feel like shit about you. Your weight is the least interesting thing about you. It really, really is. But I'm not going to take away from the fact that a lot of people do want to weigh less. I do understand that people wanting um, that to take up less space will make them happy. They believe in that. Um, I'm not going to put put anyone down to assume or... um, or say that that's not going to make you happy. Um, don't want to burst your bubbles there. Losing weight can and will make your life a hell of a lot easier if your weight is an issue. Will it make you happy? No. Um, it's not actually going to make you happy. But, you know, let's not dive into that right now. Um, I don't want to upset people. Ugh, sorry, dagger. Again, let's pull that out. So what are some aspects of our body image? So clearly the body image is the way you see your body and your perceptions about your image. I can almost 100% guarantee you that other people don't see you the way you see yourself. So the way you feel about your body um, and how it affects your everyday being, it's how you see your body of what it's capable of. Um, Again, headliner, it's far more capable of things than you give it credit for. Um, It is your cognitive body image. The way you think about your body is uh, also often what is holding you up or holding you back um what you think your body is capable of again it's capable far more than you give it credit for and it's the behaviors that you engage as a result of all of these things um combined it's your behavioral body image so it's sometimes how we will behave in response to those feelings in both positives and negative connotations what could that look like uh if you have a poor body image um it could look like binge eating if you're in a positive space it could look like fueling your body for sports so um yeah it can be worlds and leagues apart honestly it can be so a negative body image um can lead to depression it can uh, cause you to have social anxiety uh it can contribute to shyness um being self-conscious and holding back this is a bit of a doozy that nobody actually ever probably really puts at the top of the list, but possibly could be at the top of the list, um, is self-consciousness in your intimate relationships. So there are plenty of people out there that have that going on and it is affecting their relationship with their significant other. That can look like getting undressed in the dark, um, not having relations in, with the lights on, 
Um, it's always covering oneself up or not removing articles of clothing so that one is completely naked as well. Um, you know, clearly, these are not healthy attributes, are they? But does that mean, if we have these, does it mean that we're unhealthy? Not necessarily, because remember, I'm talking about behaviours here, traits, behaviours and feelings. So health, again, is our physical well-being or the associate, associate side effects of those, so our environment, our health, our wealth, our mental well-being and all those things. Um, you know, so who's most likely to struggle with uh, body image? Girls, clearly, we are highly... Uh, targeted and marketed and this can be up to 46% compared to a 25% of boys um, what can be signs that our body images um, apart from what I've already suggested um, signs or symptoms it can be extremely becoming extremely preoccupied with our perceived flaws of your appearance and generally to be fair others won't see these um, at all can lead you to have a strong belief that you're a defect or that your appearance makes you less of a person. Uh, it could make you un- you could be feeling that it's making you unattractive or that you're deformed. And it can be a belief that your appearance is holding you back. It's a belief that others are judging you, mocking you on your appearance. Um, these go relatively, really quite deep. I'm just putting these in here as they are body dysmorphic disorder symptoms and signs and if you have or experiencing any of those please do seek help through your GP and they can refer you on to the appropriate uh, specialists to help you with these. These go well beyond A, a podcast, B, a nutritionist and C, a personal trainer. These are in-depth signs and symptoms that you need the appropriate help for. I do strongly suggest that you uplift yourself and seek help if you're experiencing any of those. So, you know, what can we do to try and help our body image? Um, We can recognise them. These are not flaws. They are not um, making you any less of a person. Um, We want to try and flick them and uh, recognise our positive qualities um, and learn and try to use skills and drills and tools to be comfortable in one's skin. How can we do that? We can surround ourselves with people that are positive and supportive as opposed to being around people who you know, take you down with their negative uh, talk. Wear clothes that fit. I'm just going to repeat that. Wear clothes that fit. If you've got clothes in your wardrobe that don't fit you, while I have that catchphrase, let me help you fit your jeans from five years ago. If they're your favourite jeans and you think you're going to um, get back into them because they are your favourite jeans and they're not too far off fitting, by all means keep them in your closet. Jeans are expensive. But aside from those jeans, if you've got clothes in your closet that do not fit you, that you're likely probably not going to fit anytime soon, please donate them or sell them. Make some money back. Go and buy the clothes that fit, that are comfortable. Do not hold on to clothes in the hope that one day you're going to fit them because that's affecting you far more than you actually realise. Wearing clothes that fit you is going to accelerate your self-esteem more than you will ever know. Be active. Move your body. We all know that I am an advocate for moving your body whatever that looks like for you. 
move. Clearly, I'd also add in there that I'd like you to A, lift weights and B, strength train and resistance train and enjoy yourself in the gym. But we know that's not for everybody. How can we move? There's loads of ways. I've got a body weight program you can do at home that requires no uh, um, equipment. Um, also, also have training plans available to you that utilise a gym. All those things. Um, what are the key elements of our body image? Um, by most sort of modern definitions, I suppose you can say there are two key, key elements: our mental picture of our own physical body, including our shape, size, and our, and our appearance, and our attitude towards our physical self. Our thoughts around our feelings and our beliefs around our body. Kind of key, isn't it? It's unusual, I guess, for so many factors to be reliant. On the one thing, isn't it? On our attitude towards ourself and how we feel about ourselves. I'm not saying to you that you've got to love yourself because there's a hell of a lot of people out there that do not love the skin they're in and they want to change. There is nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight. There's nothing wrong with wanting to change yourself. I'm not here to shift all those things. What I'm here to try and do is sort of talk about body image and now we can compare that to our health. You know, what is health? What is health for you? Health is being in a state that is free from illness or injury. Quite different, isn't it, when we compare it to all of those things that I've just spoken about in terms of our um, body image. So a person's mental or physical condition is our health. Weird. Because that then could be contributed to bad health, I suppose you could say, in terms of being in a poor mental or physical condition could put you into, um, you know, bad health. But then our health is also such a big wide bracket. It is, um, it's an entire state of physical, mental, social well-being and not merely the absence of disease and infirmity as defined by the World Health Organisation. Our health is our environment. Um, I'm a huge advocate of the Te Whare Tapawha model, health model for Māori in terms of building our whare for our um, spiritual, our environment, our mental and our family um, health. Love that model. Use that model in my Creating You program um, for our, that I have, that I sell uh, for learning about goal-setting nutrition setting yourself up for the best environment you can have um you know what is how or what is or how does our nutrition play a part in our health well nutrition is critical for our health and our development um improved nutrition is related to um improved infant children maternal health our stronger immune systems um it is a low associated with a lower risk of non-communicable diseases such as diabetes, cardiovascular disease, it improves our longevity, uh, it increases our lifespan, it um, improves our health markers significantly, it lowers our risks of so many different types of disease. Um, our health is our physical well-being, it's our movement, um, it's our social well-being, who we are around. Um, choose not to be around it's not merely just the absence of disease so when we think and want to put these two together they kind of 
crossover, they kind of don't. You can think of your health just as your, um, you know, the well-being that you would see a GP for. So your blood pressure, your cholesterol, um, your weight, your height, all of those things because they are health. It just doesn't merely mean the absence of disease. But how much does our body image affect our health? I mean, it's clearly going to affect your mental well-being if you keep slagging off your own body. Our mental health is our wealth. Can we have good mental health and be overweight? Fuck yes. Your weight does not define you. Being, and I'm using quotation marks here that you can't see, overweight as such. Overweight by whose standards? You go to your doctor, your GP, bless them, bless their cotton socks. Most GPs get about eight days of nutrition training throughout their eight years of uh, being a doctor or however many years it takes you to be a doctor. They don't know a lot about nutrition. Um, They work off your BMI. Sadly, sadly, the most outdated piece of crap ever. But it's a guide. We have to have a point in the sand. Line in the sand. Line, not point. We have to have a line in the sand. That's what they've got. Should it be updated? Fuck yes. Oh my God, fuck yes. The BMI is is responsible for so many eating disorders. But again, it gives them a line in the sand. We don't have to agree with it and we don't have to like it, but it gives us a line in the sand. So clearly being trained in science and nutrition, I prefer to work off our BMR, our base, our metabolic rate, and our energy expenditure, our energy intake, clearly, because to me, that's how we roll. That's how we work all these things out. It's science. But you could be the perfect weight, in theory, for your height and not be healthy. You could be having no sleep. You could be living on coffee. You could be eating high volumes of palatable high energy, low nutrient dense foods, skinny fat, your organs still could be surrounded by fat because you're not leading your best life. And then the flip side of that is you could be above the BMI or the, you know, classified as obese, I guess you could say, and actually be far healthier than your counterpart. Because you possibly could be eating the most nourishing diet. You might not have a lot of visceral fat surrounding your organs. Your weight doesn't define how healthy you are. Yeah, it's a bit of an ouch, isn't it? So, what's your body image look like? What? How are you thinking about yourself? How many of those things that I mentioned earlier on can you go tick, 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 tick when it comes to how you think about yourself? I can help people with their health. If people put themselves into a calorific deficit, they can lose weight. They could lose it fast, they could lose it slow, depending on how significant I make that deficit. How much uh, they adhere to it is key. But does that mean that they're going to be healthy, body image-wise? Not always. If they're going into a weight loss journey with really, really poor body health images and they think about themselves like they're a piece of crap, what's likely going to happen when I put them into a calorific deficit? They're going to take it to the extreme. They're possibly going to over-exercise, they're going to under-eat and it's going to go to shit. And then their body image is going to be even worse. 
So when I start clients on my, when I work with people with a VIP, sometimes they feel like that first uh, session that we have together, they don't learn a lot. One of my ladies, I did a review on the other day, she goes, gee, after that first session, I kind of thought, hmm, am I throwing my money down the toilet? What have I learned? Um, Because I start small and I build and I build and I build. By the second one, she had homework. Did that mean she was counting calories? Did I have a calorie deficit? Nope. Uh, one of my most recent clients, um, was incredibly successful, was about to finish that program or package, uh, rates it. She's lost weight. She has improved her body image. She, her self-esteem is flying up to the roof and through the ceiling. She is happier in her clothes. Her clothes fit her better and she is thriving. Did I put her in a calorie deficit? No. Did she lose weight anyway? Yes. Uh, how did that happen? So we worked around her body images, her behavior patterns. We taught her about food. We taught her how uh, that can relate to her everyday being, around her circumstances, around her work, around her life. It improved her body markers. It improved her body image. It improved her self-esteem. And then it had a flow-on effect to the behavior, traits, tools, and things she could implement in her everyday life for her to be successful. So nutrition is a huge bag of bollocks because of the way that it is misconstrued, misinterpreted and implemented. I try to keep it simple, stupid as always. So when I'm working with my clients, we really break it down to what bothers them the most about themselves. How can we help to fix the way we think about ourselves. How does that relate to food? Because they go hand in hand. If you're unhappy with the way you eat, you are more likely to have a repetitive cycle of binge eating and or over-exercising or quitting because it gets a bit hard. We need to bring it back. We need to start small steps. We need to improve people's body images so we can improve their health. I very, very, very much believe that if we start with body image, then we will improve health. If we start with health, we will improve body image. But it's learning how best you can apply whatever tools it is you need to do that for yourself. Everybody is different. When I'm working in my one-on-one package, nobody follows the same same uh, journey, so to speak. Um, I implement, I give them tools, but everybody is different. Everybody has different reasons for why they're at where they're at, um, and different rules and tools apply. It is specific. I can't say that word properly. It is personalised, and it's important to do whatever it is that's right for you. So I hope amongst all of those ramblings I've made a small impact on your life today about how your body image um, can and will be affecting your health, what health means, how health is not your weight, how it is not merely the absence of disease. Again, keeping it relative, keeping it simple, stupid, because it is mind-boggling when we really deep da- dive deep down into it. Uh, if I can help you with any of these things, of course, as always, you can email me, Janet at Rig Strength, or sign up for a uh, free consult. Um, yeah, 
Look us up on socials. Save us as your favourite. And as always, I can't wait to see where this takes us. Bye. <laughs>